as I close this Wednesday, traditionally, as a man that I love and admire, and uh, known by many of you as uh, Professor Jonathan Wilson. Jonathan, would you explain to us what this whole thing's about and what we're going to be doing this morning? Sure. Thanks for the invitation, Ben. Lent is uh, a word I don't remember hearing until I was probably 25 years old or so. Lent, Advent, Epiphany, strange words to me. And yet, as I began to learn something about them, they began to take on real significance and meaning in my own life. The origins of Lent are, are obscure. It's, it's not entirely clear exactly how the practice of, of Lent arose. What's clear is that the 40 days that we set aside for Lent are modeled on the 40 days that Jesus Christ himself spent in the wilderness. And Lent, in those 40 days, is a preparation for Easter, for Good Friday and for Easter. And in the same way that an Olympic athlete prepares for competition on a specific day, or a choir prepares and rehearses for a performance at a specific place and time, or you set aside time, we hope, for exams that are coming up and scheduled, and you prepare in special ways for those events in your lives, so the church prepares in a special way for Good Friday meaning and or full significance of those celebrations are clear to us so that we are exactly what we are probably lent time for years old lives. And so I invite you to think of these 40 days of Lent as a time of discipline, a time of preparation. Traditionally, Christians have abstained during Lent. They have chosen something to, to set aside. I invite you to set aside something that, that has meaning and significance in your life, not something that is, is relatively meaningless or insignificant in your life. Uh, you give up something in order to be a successful athlete. You make certain choices about what you do with your time in order to develop as a musician. You have set aside time could be at an Olympic other thing Friday and in order to prepare for the future. In the same way, I invite you to, to give up, to abstain, to, to set aside something as we disobey is abstain. Traditionally in the church, it has often been food, and, and that may be in case time. Sometimes some Christians have convinced being from abstaining from sweets or abstaining from some other uh, significant uh, food that's a part of your life. And, and yet that may not be what you abstain from. Let me invite you to consider abstaining from some media practice, some uh, entertainment that is in your life. What if you abstain from attending any movies for the next 40 days, or watching television for the next 40 days, uh, or a really tough one, only for the really mature Christians, uh, abstaining from music uh, as entertainment for the next 40 days. That 
doesn't give you an excuse to not attend chapel. Uh, but in your uh, own life, to, to make a choice like that, that, that causes you to think. But don't just abstain from. Lent is also disciplined for. Just as we rest on the Sabbath so that we may focus on God and worship God, so we abstain during Lent so that we may pray and serve others. Those are the other two traditional disciplines during the time of Lent. Abstaining from so that we may turn our attention to God in particular ways in prayer and turn our attention to one another in service. Today is the beginning of Lent, Ash Wednesday. In a little while, Ben is going to come up and give us instructions for those who want to receive ashes on their forehead today. Before I came down here for chapel, I went into the men's room and took a look in the mirror to make sure there was no breakfast left in my beard and no hair out of place that would distract you. Uh, we have been looking in one another's faces in order to know one another. For the rest of today, you're going to be looking in other people's faces and seeing a smudge on their forehead. Next time you look in the mirror, if you choose, you're going to see an ash smudge on your forehead. And that ash is meant to tell you who you're looking at, whether it's another person or yourself. We spend a lot of time forming images of others by their appearance, forming images of ourselves by our appearance. The ash that we will place on your forehead, if you so choose, is the biblical image, forming our understanding of one another and of ourselves. These are the ashes of our mortality. Ashes to ashes, dust to dust, the traditional committal service says, drawing on Genesis 2 and Psalm 90. We are made of the dust, and to dust we will return. We are mortal. Our living is toward dying. In our culture, we tend, except when certain events interrupt us, we're going to treat death as a secret. We have special buildings and a come into it that attends to death. We call it Psalm 9. And then we come to another person well for taking care of our mortal us. Whether we have to turn and ask who you're looking at. The bigger the explosions and the more deaths on the big screen, it seems the bigger the box office. But death of our is forming every one of us in this room is dying. And the ashes that we receive today confront us with our mortality. These are also the ashes of our every one of us. Ashes in Scripture is the sign of our recognition of our sin, our acknowledgement of sin. Me around with the ashes on my forehead. Think sinner. That's who we are. The secret in God's people. We tell God we tell
into is because we are sinners and God has forgiven us in Jesus Christ. These are the ashes of our repentance. But these are also, these are also the ashes of God's mercy. Because when we place the ashes on your forehead, we will place them on the cross. It is Christ's cross where the immortal God gave his life for mortal human beings so that we might live beyond death. It is at the cross that the holy God gave his life. Scripture, our sin, our for an unholy people, so that in Christ we might become the righteousness of God. Lent is a time during which we discipline ourselves to learn that more fully and more deeply. So when we come to Good Friday and celebrate and remember and come to the foot of the cross, we know that it's God's life also souls sinners also only then only when you to insert we are the gay but today that's who we are so we of our worship at ignition joining Christians throughout history and around the world to learn the discipline of our faith so that we that we force what it is God has done for us. Give his good news of Jesus Christ. Let us pray. Our God, we come before you today in these bodies as the dust of the earth, accepting, acknowledging all humanity in our mortality. We know not and more by ashes of knowing our sin. Not knowing it fully. Longing to know your mercy so that we may then deeply. And so when we come today as your people together together in a worldwide community and holy throughout history so that we may together know your love. expressed to us in Jesus Christ, in whose name we pray. Amen. There will be another service for Ash Wednesday this afternoon at 3.30. If for any reason you can't uh, linger for this, uh, it's a very meaningful service. Be in Dean Chapel at 3.30. And, of course, uh, this is not uh, mandated in any way. Uh, this is another opportunity uh, to... Uh, in a very powerful and symbolic way, remember the things that, uh, uh, that Jonathan just talked about. There'll be four stations, four people, uh, two here in the middle, two on the outside, and then two in the back. And as you leave, you may uh, stop by those people and just hear a, a phrase from them, uh, touching on something that Jonathan said. And, and Jonathan, again, this is... Uh, this is an opportunity, uh, not a requirement. So we are now being dismissed.
into the rest of our day and to the season of Lent. Um, reflecting on our mortality, uh, our need to be given the gift of repentance and to receive the mercy of God through our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ. You come. Amen. In a world for afternoon at three and so proof for this. Four people. 